Defund the Labour Party by Alexandra Marshall. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. The Australian Union Movement has long served as a money-making machine for the Labour Party. The two have been trapped in a coercive marriage with a third party, the Greens, joining in like a nasty staff infection. Having been born together, these groups remain inseparable in modern politics, with the union heavily involved in the pre-selection of state and federal seats. At least, they were. In 2020, the voting rights of Victorian Labour members were suspended following a scandal involving institutionalised branch stacking allegedly spearheaded by former Victorian State Minister Adam Samurek. Despite significant financial contributions to the Labour Party, union affiliates will have no influence over candidate selection in the next state and federal elections as a result of the incident. Quote, Part of Labour's organisational structure is the affiliation of the unions, said opposition leader Anthony Albanese, when asked if Labour would continue to accept financial support from the CFWMEU's Victorian and Tasmanian branches. A furious John Setka, the Victorian secretary of the CFWMEU, replied, quote, this explains the real reason the intervention happened, so a few people who didn't have any real power or support could run things their own way from behind closed doors. Unions affiliate to the Labour Party to win better outcomes for working people. This is an attack on the entire working class. Albo and his mates are doing this so they can secure their positions because they don't have any real support of trade union members who are the working people of this country. End quote. This awkwardly public domestic forms part of a larger struggle between Labour Party factions and fractions, with frequent scuffles breaking out. Setka himself was later expelled from the Labour Party by Albanese after a controversy surrounding offensive comments made about anti-violence campaigner Rosie Batty. For Setka, it was another in a long line of accusations regarding harassment, sexism and bullying by the union boss that has added to the public image of union thuggery. The Labour Party finds itself a mess of factional wars where each faction has its favourite union heavyweight in the corner. Labour is in immediate danger of being torn apart by contradictory messaging, with the rise of the Greens in the energy conversation leading to policy set to destroy the working class base of the mining and energy unions. It makes campaigning for coal seats like the Upper Hunter extremely difficult, with promises made to local union workers on the ground damaging the national anti-coal campaign. It is impossible to separate entrenched unions from politics, which means that union members are forced to contribute to the political campaigns of a political party they might disagree with. This system is hardly in keeping with the declarations of worker freedom. Quite the opposite, the unions have ensured that the only way for a worker to hold on to their job is to unwillingly give part of their salary to the Labour Party. 
the union narrative is one of decline. From the lofty moral heights of improving the working conditions of rapidly expanding factories in the 19th century Europe, to the depressing Australian saga of destroying the manufacturing industry with uncompetitive wages and over-regulations. If allowed to continue unchecked, their alliance with the Greens will hand Australia's energy over to a cabal of private industry billionaires and Chinese companies beholden to the Communist Party. You know, I have a lot of time for nursing professionals and the type of caring person that does the kind of work they do. If you're a nurse in Queensland, New South Wales or any other state in Australia, you can save hundreds of dollars every year on your current union membership fees. And best of all, you can be guaranteed your money is not being donated without your consent to the Labor Party or any other political party for that matter. Now, you need professional indemnity insurance, so good source sponsor, the Nursing Professional Association of Queensland, will not only provide you with that and save you hundreds in fees every year, they'll also send professional employment lawyers into bat for you when you need help. For professional indemnity insurance and better service, real support at work without the political donations, saving them hundreds of dollars every year, nurses around Australia are joining the Nursing Professional Association of Queensland in their droves at redunion.com.au. You should only have to pay for what you're getting, and at NPAQ, you can get better service while saving hundreds of dollars every year, and you can save an extra $25 when you join by using the coupon GOODSOURCE. No spaces, GOODSOURCE, and NPAQ will know we sent you. Join now at redunion.com.au. I love that web address, redunion.com.au. Globalisation has made it impossible for the union model to function inside most industries, particularly manufacturing. Australian unions can influence government policy, but they cannot control wages and regulations in China, India, South America and Africa. Nor can they stop other nations from buying cheaply made produce. It was this concern that caused the early Australian Labor Party to back the Australian workers' union's racist attitude toward foreign workers and the restriction of non-white immigration with the white Australia policy, a political reality which the modern Labor Party rarely acknowledges. Strict employment regulations stitched onto a nimble global market will invariably result in unionised Western workforces being thrown onto the scrap heap. A failure to recognise this structural weakness will continue the decline of union participation in the workforce until only nationalised industries such as healthcare remain viable. Every time a congregation of people form within civilization, someone finds a way to politicise them. They are hunted, herded and homogenised into a useful political force, preferably a profitable one. It is a hellish system where the Labor Party requires all workers in certain industries to join a union. These members then pay fees of which a significant portion is directed straight into the hands of the Labor Party, regardless of whether or not the member supports them. This money is then used to encourage the Labor Party to reinforce the union monopoly so that it can charge even more fees. One union group stands against this tide of political interference. The Red Union Support Hub, or RUSH, has decided to resurrect the idea of unionism as a service, to allow its members to act as non-political entities dedicated to the protection of their members without the sideshow of political conscription. Their motto, protection without politics, is taken seriously, with all political donations banned, no exceptions. 
By cutting out politics, the unions affiliated to Rush have been able to halve their membership fees without cutting services. The Red Union's Nurses Professional Association of Queensland, the NPAQ, for example, charges a $442 annual fee, while the Queensland Nurses and Midwives Union charges $717.50. As the NPAQ states on its website, quote, NPAQ is run by nurses, not union officials. Zero-party politics means lower fees and complete focus on achieving meaningful outcomes for our members. This union and its associated unions under the Red Union banner were formed to compete against the monopoly of historical unions, but it hasn't been an easy battle. They have come up against archaic legislation and hostile organisations loyal to the old unions. A memorandum was issued by the Department of Health in March 2019 stating that the NPAQ was excluded from displaying promotional material in the workplace that implied it was entitled to represent the industrial interests of workers, nor was it able to be a party to an award or agreement and had no standing in disputes. Except that wasn't true. The memo was corrected by Queensland Health two years later in March 2021, a fact trumpeted by NPAQ in full-page ads in newspapers across the state. Graham Haycroft, the founder who authored NPAQ's constitution, agrees with the philosophical idea of unions but despises monopolies, which is what the union movement has become. Essentially what he has done is introduce a bit of free market competition into what was historically a collectivist movement. By allowing members of its unions to keep their benefits without having to prop up political parties, Haycroft has highlighted the entrenched politicisation of Australian unions. Is it morally right to force workers to donate to a political party they ideologically oppose? The Red Unions intend to let the market decide. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.